if you are following the spirit of the readings you will specifically know we began to read the book of Ecclesiastes in the daily readings of the church's calendar and yesterday we read from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 1 from verse 2 to 11 and one of the questions that was asked in that first reading is what does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? That question is a very powerful question that needs answer. And the teacher called the Koholet is speaking from another wisdom. The wisdom of this world will tell you that all our toil is gain. Right? All our toil on this side of life is gain. That's the wisdom of this world. But the wisdom of God is saying that all our toil in this world is zero. It's loss. You see. Then today again, you see, ask the same question. After beginning by saying, for everything there is a season. And a time for every matter under heaven. Meaning that in this side of life, there is a season for everything. Meaning there's no permanence. There's no permanence. It comes and it must go. It comes and it must go. And so that is the way we should perceive things that we use. They are transient in nature. They have no capacity to be consistent. They lack that capacity. Everything you see, no matter how you cherish it, on this side of life, is cursed with transient dimension. Your money, your car, this land, house, anything, has a limiting factor. It must come and it must go. And so if it is transient and it's not permanent, does it deserve this type of energy while putting in it to either acquire it and struggle to keep it. How many times you have tried to keep something, keep something, but the more you even keep it, the more the thing will deteriorate with you. There are some clothes who bought and who have kept them in a box for years. All of a sudden, they will start <laughs> melting. You pick them up, they start tearing. You say, ah, this is my clothes. Why, why, why? You've kept it because you love it so much. But it's beginning to lose capacity to be strong. That's what he's trying to say here. Everything has a season. And as he continues, he now comes to say, again, the last part of it says, what gain has the worker from his toil again? So why this toil? Know that these things, even before you, you, before you die, <clears throat> before you transit, they will even start losing capacity to exist. You live longer than what you toil for. That's even the most painful aspect of it. Just imagine you, maybe when you were 10 years old, they gave you everything. Gave you plenty of money, houses, everything that this world deserves. And you have it. And you have to live for like the Queen of England. After 70 years, everything will go down. If it doesn't go down, you will be struggling to keep them again. You will be struggling to keep them. So the teacher is saying, what gain 
it requires the wisdom of God to understand what he's saying. Because the person who is on this side of life, we will always see it as gain because he's a victim of what? Vanity. Vanity is the spirit. That, that spirit will hypnotize you and make you see that this is, this is our life. They make you feel that this is life. Yes, yes, hold it, hold it. And that's why once you touch that thing, the person feels that his life is gone. Have you imagined people who maybe who are business people and there are plenty of goods in their shop and they say fire cut up with the shop. And they watch their goods burn. Have you heard about some who will run into the fire? Eh? So you just say, I find the story. They will just run and say, Why should I live again? That means the person is living because of this thing. And so now that fire is cutting it, oh, how can? How can I watch this? And the person will come plunge himself and say, Let me die with my goose. <laughs> That person is possessed by the spirit of vanity. He cannot see beyond it. But I've seen the business that God has given to the sons of men to be very busy with. Now he cannot continue. He says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. I can't go into this one now. This is so deep. It's so deep. And he continues. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart. That means Man has capacity to live forever. And actually, that's the fact. Before, if not for the, the sin of Adam, we are supposed to live forever and ever. From glory to glory. It is the sin of Adam that brought, you know, death. God said, you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. But do you know that in Christ, it has been restored back to us. Have been restored back to us. That's why the final grade, the final maturity you have in Christ is immortality. And that's the kind of church that Jesus is looking for when he comes back. The church that have transcended the dimension of decay, the dimension of trans, you know, of uh, materiality. That's the church that Jesus is waiting for. And you are that church is waiting for. I'm that church is waiting for. We must grow spiritually, break off from all this, and put up immortality. In the realm where nothing on this realm of life can ever affect us again. That's why he gave us the food, not of this transient life, but the food of immortality. And what's that food? The Eucharist. That's why as much as you are, you are trapped on this side of life, and you don't understand the other side, the more you take the Holy Communion, the more useless you get. It's meant for people who understand the glory of the age to come. That's why Augustine will say, the more you eat it and understand it, the more you become the Eucharist. You become what you eat. That's the bit of it here. So he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. So we have an, an eternal dimension. We have an eternal dimension. And what the teacher is saying, that we should also not just invest so much on this side of life. When are you going to start investing on that eternal dimension God has put in your life? Because when we are transiting here, that's the only one we'll go with. All these other things were only to be instrument to achieve the eternal dimension. There's a philosophy moving on right now by one Indian teacher. You know, all these people that are into... Eastern religion and teach all kinds of things. The man is saying, don't mind people who tell you <clears throat> that there's no heaven. I mean, there's, there's heaven that after here, we're going to move to heaven. He said, if there's heaven, why can't they be fast and go to heaven fast, fast? Why are they still here? 
It's another animal with bears, you know, all this, uh, all these uh, avatars, uh, you know, on YouTube. Yes. He said, why can't they be fast? I'm just moving to heaven. Why are they still here? That here is the fullness of life. I laughed at him. I said, you can talk to babies and then convince them. And those who don't know God, we just fall, fall for him. Why did Jesus say, I go to prepare a place for you? He said, when I go, I will come back and I will take you so that where I am, you too will be with me also. Come on, what I tell him here? And that man is telling you, eh, there's no heaven. And some Christians will go and sit down and say they are learning spirituality and they will follow the philosophy of that man who stands there as an agent of darkness. So for him, this is life. Can you imagine that? So stones and sand is life. And all this material things about decaying before us, but see decaying for him, that is life. It's deception of the highest order. Don't be a victim of that. There is something eternal inside of you, child of God. You have an eternal dimension inside of you. Invest in it and let the wisdom of God open your eyes. So your value in the name of the can increase. God's hand is upon your life. His investment in you don't be a waste. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God has marked you. And he must finish his assignment upon your life. Don't resist him. Yield yourself unto him. So he can bring out the best in you. He is called the refiner's fire. When he refines you, your value changes. But if you subject yourself to that refinery, you will still be crude. And God does not want that. He wants the best out of you. He wants your beauty to be out. And this is the season that the Holy Spirit is poised beyond measure to achieve that thing. So day by day, yield yourself to the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, depending on your capacity every day. Don't look at your sins. Don't look at your, your, your feelings. Just keep coming to him and say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come and do something with my life. Come and refine me. Help my weaknesses. Help my strength. Help the best me to come out because I must please the Father who has created me in his own image and likeness. And that's what Pineapple did. And he prayed the matter of Christ for 50 years. And the 14th. Finally, when you have this great